Take your trim set, check your heading north. Light heading is 074. Check your altimeter set, 2946. Correct your center point elevation, 0 feet. Check your barrel running 0. Check your STS 1230, 3034. Check your field. Check your speed up. Lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. You found me. You got the right show. If you love aviation, if you love to look to the sky and just wonder what it would be like, you found the right show. Um, I'm going to kick right in here. Jenny contacted me. Jenny from Las Vegas. Jenny. I'm not going to say it that way. Jenny, I won't say your last name. But Jenny from Las Vegas called in to my number, 888-366-5256, and she wanted to know what all that garbled talking was at the start of the show. And she's not a pilot, and um, she wanted to figure out just what was going on there. So I figure if she's asking a question, you might have a question. And uh, that same number she called into, 888-366-5256, is the number you can call into to get any questions or make a comment, or make a suggestion about this radio show. This is your show. So uh, in a one-hour show, a show that gets replayed many, many times during the week, it just didn't make sense to have live callers. It left out too many of my audience. So I set up that phone number for you. So 888-366-5256. Said it enough times, right? Go on Facebook as well, Flying for Liberty. Just find me on Facebook, Flying for Liberty. So without any further delay, let me answer Jenny's question. The beginning of the show, those clips are from the Blue Angels. And the Blue Angels, if uh, you've ever even thought of an air show, you've heard of the Blue Angels. It's the U.S. Navy flight demonstration team. And it's been a dream of mine to fly with the Blue Angels. But as I age here, uh, my, my chances are about slim to none right now. But this is the key to the show, and I'll get into this a little bit later. I could feel sorry for myself. I know people talk about aviation, and they all, you know, woe is me, I always wanted to fly airplanes. Or I could do something about it. And more on this at the end of the show. I promise I'll get into the passion and the why of aviation. But for now... Let me simply answer Jenny's question. So I'm going to play a section for you, that lead section coming in, and let me explain what you're going to hear. So um, 
what the boss, and that's the lead jet. So when you hear boss, that's the lead jet. Makes sense, right? He's doing, uh, he's running the before takeoff checklist with the team, with the Diamond Four ship and two solo jets. So he's saying things like this, check your smoke pressure on, check your heading set. That's the the, uh, runway alignment, the runway heading. He says, my heading is, check your altimeter set. Mine is 2946. That's an altimeter setting on on their instrumentation. Corrected center point elevation, zero feet. Check your barometric pressure. And all this is making sure that the team's altimeters read the same elevation. When you fly 50 feet above the ground, 500 miles an hour, and three feet apart, that's pretty important right you all want to be on the same sheet of paper then he checks the radio setting then he says check your fuel check your seat arm that's the ejection seat so we can blast out of the top of the airplane if needed we hope we don't have to do that lights out when he says lights out that means the enunciator lights in the cockpit all the pilots put their heads down they check their warning and their enunciator lights we say this we say in aviation that the cockpit should be dark and quiet so that any warning light at this point is a no-go. And after you hear this, each pilot is going to check in with his call sign. And not that you care, but mine is Taz. And if you know me for any more than two seconds, um, you'll understand why. But anyway, okay, play the first clip, please. Check your smoke pressure on. Check your trim set. Check your heading norm. My heading is 074. Check your altimeter set. 2946. Correct your center point elevation. Zero feet. Check your barrel running zero. Check your SCS 1230, 3034. Check your fuel. Check your seat up. Lights out. All right, man, how do you get six jets to work in precision together? Well, that's what it is, right? We run through stuff really quick. We run through checklists. Just like running a business sometimes, right? We have things, procedures, profiles, flows we need to do. And now I'm going to get into, you know, we're going to skip all that Lenny Kravitz music, go into the next section. Lead is called Boss. And Mo is the maintenance officer. So Mo is going to give a handoff to the boss. He's going to inform him of the weather. He's going to let him know that the blues own the airfield and the airspace. And then you're going to notice this positive readback of all the information. Everybody's ready to go, ready to rock and roll. Note the attitude. Note the motivation. This kind of stuff motivates the hell out of me. So this helps launch my show. But there's more to the meaning of all this. But he's going to run a final checklist. Check your parking brake off. Check your trim set. And that trim is, say, you know, how they set control pressures. Check your nose wheel steering on. And he's going to say, let's run them up. And then he's going to launch the team. So listen up to the final clip here. Bob, oh, up to the window. Smoke breaks now. Okay, that's when all the pilots turn on their smoke system, release the brakes, and the show begins. And that's how our show begins today. Um, why is this important at the beginning of the show? I'm going to get to that in our final segment, so stay tuned. I've got coming up for you a special guest. He's a friend of mine, and he's somebody who supports veterans. And uh, you're going to want to hear this guy. Real men of genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Discount Airline Pilot Guy. Mr. Discount Airline Pilot Guy. Your minimal experience flying a plane will never land you at a reputable airline. Luckily, you don't work for one. Look- 
look at me, I'm flying. Sure, we're concerned for our lives. Just not as concerned as saving nine bucks on a round trip to Fort Myers. The most direct route to Houston, through Fort Lauderdale, with layovers in Detroit, Vancouver, and Kalamazoo. I can't feel my legs. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh skipper of the skies. You put the fly in fly-by-night operation. Mr. Discounted, I'm Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. The Renegade Aviator Radio Show with me, David Costa, 888-366-5256. Call me. How can I be of service to you with anything related to aviation? I am the Renegade Aviator and... I want to give back to you. Why? Because so many others have given to me in this great passion called aviation. So let me ask you a question. Why do you do what you do? I heard this on one of the motivational recordings that I play for myself to stay positive, focused, and in action. Google fearless motivation. Take a look. Renegade-style motivation, not for the faint of heart. Why do you do what you do? Aviation, by its very nature, demands dedication, hard work, and a strong ego, immune to critique, criticism, and coaching. But is aviation so different from anything else worthwhile doing? What is it that got you passionate about aviation? What is it that got you passionate about anything worthwhile doing in life? Think about that for a moment. Why do you do what you do? This is very important. I sometimes call aviation an addiction. And it's pretty interesting when you think about that. Addiction and a passion can sometimes get confused. Doing what feels good at the moment is not usually right long term. Nothing wrong with doing what feels good. Avoiding pain and embracing pleasure. I'm all for it. Nothing wrong with that. But it is the why that makes it right and makes it wrong. Your why is your choice. Why do you want to be in aviation? Why do you want to do anything? Why do you want to use drugs? Why it makes you feel good? Why do drugs make why do you want drugs or need drugs to make you feel good? Aha! That opens the whole can of worms. So let me ask you again, what is your passion? Why is it your passion? Put down the social media, invest in yourself. If you want to talk about it, give me a call. Your purpose comes from the passion you have and understanding why you do it. Your purpose is that one thing that lights you up, that one thing that will get you up early, that one thing that when you're doing it, time stops. You need to find something that drives you, and no matter what happens, this part of you doesn't change. Your purpose is what drives you. Your purpose is something that lights a fire in you. No matter what, I will do this. To be successful as a pilot, you need passion and understanding of your why and purpose. But this is no different than any other worthy goal. So what's stopping you? Invest in yourself. Find your passion. Know your why. Decide on your purpose. Go. Call me, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256.
Flight 209er, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? LA departure frequency 123.9er. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Flight 209er, clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Tower radio clearance, over. That's Clarence, over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. What? Huh? Who? Write it down, 888-366-5256, David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Now I want to introduce to you somebody. He's my guest, my friend, and the founder of Vets with Wings. Uh, The Renegade Aviator Show has chosen Vets with Wings as our partner charity. Adam. Dave, what's happening, buddy? (laughs) Hey, Adam, we're going to get into the Vets with Wings in in this... uh, Real quick here, but I, I just want to, you know, this show is about passion. It's all about things aviation and why, you know, because so many people are unsure today about what their passion is in life. And uh, if you're any way involved in aviation, um, you know, one word comes out, right? Passion. And this is a show about giving back and hopefully inspiring others to find their passion. Um, I think that that's the best part of what we do is is you know how do how do we how do we take aviation and give back with it you know they they say if you love what you do you never work a day in your life well you know how do we take even our hobbies and make it something that is a a, a passion or a release for somebody else and you know that's for for me obviously my soft spots for the vets right because I've I've seen it and I've I've felt the toll myself. And if it weren't for aviation, who knows where I'd be, you know, and that, that's the whole point. Right on, man. And, you know, vetswithwings.com. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen, vetswithwings.com. And, uh, you know, this show, we're about giving back, as, as we mentioned. We do this in a few ways. And first of all, this show is about, it's supposed to be entertaining for anyone, right? And you be the judge of that. But the seasoned aviator like me or maybe anybody who's looked to the sky and wondered, you know, hey, aviation is cool, right? Aviation is about challenge, excellence, and passion, not just a way to get from point A to point B, at least not for me. But second, as I said before, you can reach us anytime at 888-366-5256. This this is your helpline. This is how I'm giving back to you. Have a question, have a comment, have a suggestion, 888-366-5256, or find me on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. Use me and use this show as a resource. And then third is charity, right? Giving back. And we've selected Vets with Wings as our partner charity. And I'm pleased to have Adam, um, Adam Saborin, the founder of the organization, on the phone with me. Adam... Um, Welcome back, man. Let me, let me ask you something. Why Vets with Wings? Yeah, you know, it's a, a great question. Um, when I got out of the service, uh, I felt like something was missing. And, you know, it sounds very cliche to say, but a lot of veterans miss the thrill. They miss the uh, sense of adventure. They miss the rush. They miss the risk. Um, all of those things, right, we, we've heard about it, but it's true. You, you get home uh, from a couple of year-long deployments or more, three, four deployments. I know some of um, my uh, friends and stuff, five and six deployments. 
And you get into this battle rhythm in your life where you feel valued and you feel needed and you feel like you're doing a mission all the time. And then when you get out of the service, you don't have the next big thing or the next mission or the next uh, sense of adventure. And you find yourself saying, well, where do I go from here? Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, that movie of the, of, the, of the EOD tech. You know, in the last scene of the movie, he's, uh, I think it was Hurt Locker. And not that I was a fan of the movie, but, but that last scene of the movie where he's standing in the cereal aisle of his grocery store looking at 500 different brands of cereal, and he can't make a decision. Because he's, you know, he's been in combat for a, for a year, and here he is. He can't, he can't, you know, make a simple decision on a, on a box of, of cereal. So I found myself, you know, when I got out, uh, working at a normal job, and still missing uh, fun. And so, you know, it started out for me uh, going and, and getting my um, private uh, rotary wing license, um, and you know, because I was flying hawks overseas, and then it transpired into, well, that's very expensive. How can I make it more affordable? And I bought my Cherokee. I bought a $20,000 Cherokee from a retired Marine in Visalia, California. You couldn't, couldn't pass his flight physical anymore, and I, you know, I shook his hand. We made the deal, and I, I said, you know, Bob, if you ever want to go fly, you let me know. It's going to be sitting right here. We'll go fly together. Um, and that kind of a connection uh, was awesome. And so a lot of people think that Aviation has to be expensive. We can get on to, to that whole topic here shortly. But um, the, the, the question was why, and the answer is because it's a fun release uh, and it's a thrill to go fly. And when you look around at all the things that people turn to in their lives uh, upon returning and getting out of the military, um, this is something that is, you know, it's not skydiving. It's not, uh, you know, free rope rock climbing. You know, we're not talking about risking our lives, but we're still talking about having a purpose, um, something to work toward, and still have it be a thrilling experience that's fun for the whole family. So the, the concept came to me out of an inspiration to say, well, hey, even though the military trained me on how to fly, uh, the GI Bill doesn't cover the private pilot's license for a veteran. They're only interested if you want to become an airline pilot and putting you through that vocational training. But what about the thrill of flight itself? What about the idea that, that flying can be, number one, an amazing therapy, and number two, a goal for the veteran to continue to work toward a goal of some sort with different ratings and different um, aspirations within private aviation, um, all the while while making it more affordable. And not only that, but linking the local community in with the veteran to the degree that, you know, if someone owns an aircraft at the airport, they're always there. They're always tinkering with it. They're always flying. And what better excuse to go fly and get that $100 hamburger than to take a veteran with you and hear his stories and hear what he went through or she went through um, during that flight and maybe inspire them to learn how to fly themselves? 
Right on, man. Adam, walk me through the process, though, of how a veteran gets involved with Vets with Wings at VetsWithWings.com. Is there a certain set of qualifications? Is this for all veterans or disabled veterans? Right. So, no, you do not need to be disabled. There are some amazing charities that exist for the purpose of uh, transporting disabled veterans to medical appointments and things of that nature. This is for any honorably discharged veteran who wants to get involved or exposed to or just have fun with general aviation. And it's about developing a network of pilots who may not be veterans themselves but want to give back or for that, like I said, any veteran who wants to potentially learn how to fly and hopefully make that that goal more financially, fiscally capable or, or achievable. So essentially the way that we're structured is that you would contact us uh, through our website, www.betswithwings.com, and hopefully through the funds that we're trying to raise, we could potentially pay for an introductory flight, an orientation flight, and God willing, if we can raise enough money, offset the cost one day of a private pilot's license altogether. So essentially it's a it's a reach out and contact us uh and then also we're trying to develop a structure of airport ambassadors that would maybe have one veteran and one not veteran at a local airport, your local airport, become an ambassador for the Vets with Wings program and coordinate these uh, introductory flights, or I like to call them therapy flights. It could be as simple as making that introduction and just coordinating a fun day. For instance, you know, we had a kickoff event here at the Visalia, California airport, where uh, through two local veterans' charities, I was uh, actually able to get 70 veterans and their families out to the airport, and I was able to coordinate just through phone calls and emails 14 aircraft to come out and fly for about 20 to 30 minutes each, these local veterans. And it was an awesome combination of a fly-in and a purpose. And it was an amazing day, and all it took was phone calls and emails. And, you know, all of their time and all of their fuel was tax-deductible because it was going toward the donation to a charity. So that's kind of how the program works in a nutshell. But we're still in the process of developing uh, more structure to how the funds are going to be handed out to willing participants, and we're obviously in the process of fundraising to achieve funds in order to hand them out to deserving participants. Vetswithwings.com. That's vetswithwings.com. We're going to be back um, in the next segment with Adam. Um, But in the meantime, you need to write this number down because this is the way you're going to reach me each and every week, anytime, day or night. It's a recording, guys. 888-366-5256. Leave me a message. Give me your comments. Ask me a question. Have you ever wanted to fly an airplane for real? We can help you. Are you a pilot? 
and has an airplane and maybe you don't know what to do with it or maybe you're looking for new ways to maintain it or maybe you're looking for advanced training, we can help you. If you just want to take, I don't know, a balloon flight, skydiving, uh, flying a drone, if it has to do with aviation, you found the right radio show. This is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. We'll be right back. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Doctor, I've checked everyone. Mr. Stryker's the only one. What flying experience have you had? I flew single-engine fighters in the Air Force, but this plane has four engines. It's an entirely different kind of flying, altogether. It's It's an an entirely entirely different different kind kind of flying. Besides, I haven't touched any kind of plane in six years. Mr. Stryker, I know nothing about flying. There's one thing I do know. You're the only one on this plane who can possibly fly it. You're the only chance we've got. There's one thing I do know. I am the Renegade Aviator. This is David Costa, and you can call me at 888-366-5256. We're back with Adam Saborin of Vets with Wings. Um, Adam... Question, how do listeners help? Can you give us some contact information? Absolutely. The link is live on our webpage, uh, www.vetswithwings.com. Would invite anyone to go to the website and see, you know, some, some awesome uh, photos of some flights that we've been able to get vets up off the ground. And, and there's a donation link right on the top, and, and you can donate right through the website, vetswithwings.com. And uh, I, I think it's really important to note, too, that, uh, you know, even on our Facebook page, obviously we're linked to the website, but on the Facebook page, we have amazing photos and video of, of veterans who have gotten off the ground and on the controls for the first time. And at the event that I was just telling you about in Visalia, you know, one of the, one of the local pilots who, who I'm associated with came up to me and he said, you know, Adam, as soon as we left the ground, I looked to my right, and, and it was almost as if, as if I was flying with a different person. When I walked them out to the aircraft and showed them around the aircraft, and then we got in and cranked up, they are very somber and not sure what to expect, probably a little bit scared. And as soon as the wheels left the ground, I looked to my right, and the, the smile that I saw on this guy's face was like I was flying with a different person. And even just for the 30 minutes that we were up and he was uh, on the controls and just experiencing flight it was awesome and that's what it's all about so as you go to the website to the donation link you'll see that type of of uh interaction happening on the video behind the website there if you access it from a computer not from a mobile device uh but also on the facebook page that's linked to the website donations are greatly appreciated and every dollar of donated money is going toward uh, with my personal assurance, a veteran getting off the ground and all the controls of their life. Right on, man. What I like about Vets with Wings is that all the money raised goes straight to the veterans, straight to activities. Uh, there's no payroll, right? I mean, all the staff, 100% volunteer. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand who my friend is. I want you to understand why why Adam is so passionate and why he has an understanding about just how powerful 
this gift of flying can be to that veteran. Adam is the real deal. He's been there and he's done that. So, Adam, I'm going to put you on the spot, buddy. It would not be the Renegade Aviator Radio Show without pushing just a little bit harder. So not to embarrass you, but your your story is powerful. Who is Adam Saborin? It's a tough question to answer, man. You know, um, folks like us don't really like talking about themselves very much, especially not me for, for that point. But, you know, just a little bit of background. Uh, I'm from Central California. Uh, right out of high school, I was accepted to the military academy. By God's grace, I was able to get a great education uh, at the military academy at West Point. Graduated um, in 2002, uh, so I was there from 98 to 02. And 9-11 happened my senior year. So from the grounds of, of West Point, my class was able to see the smoke coming up from the Twin Towers. And at our graduation, President Bush actually announced the war with Iraq. And so my class... Uh, was the first class to graduate in a time of war since Vietnam. And all of my classmates went through officer basic training and went straight into the invasion of Iraq. So all of my classmates and peers were platoon leaders and and on the front lines of of the initial invasion. And none of us had any idea how long this war would actually last at the time. Here we are still there. But... Uh, I graduated in 2002. I went through um, Army Flight School in 2002 and 2003, transitioned into the UH-60 Blackhawk, and uh, went to Savannah, Georgia with the 3rd Infantry Division as a platoon leader. So I had uh, four helicopters and all the crew chiefs and pilots to fly them, and we deployed for all of 2005 to Baghdad. Flew quite a few hours around the city of Baghdad, came home for 2006, and then went back over as the Aviation Brigade component of President Bush's surge force in 2007 and 8 uh, as a maintenance company commander by that time. So uh, went through platoon leader, battalion supply and logistics officer, and uh, subsequently a company commander. Spent a total of just under two and a half years uh, flying around Baghdad and supporting the mission, you know, dropping off soldiers wherever they needed to go, supplies, ammunition, the occasional uh, air assault, casualty evacuation, uh, all the way up to the commanding generals and, and actually was blessed with the opportunity to fly the president and prime minister of Iraq as well uh, while they were writing their country's constitution uh, back in 2005. So it was really cool. We were Iraq Force One at one point. And so got out of active duty in 2009 and came to the California Army National Guard and flew as a medevac company commander for about a year and a half. And that's when I transitioned into the civilian sector uh, to the family business. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. So, yeah, flew uh, flew throughout my whole career in very uh, interesting places, to say the least, and, and enjoyed every minute of it. It paid for, paid for my education, and um, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, everybody says, well, thanks for your service. I say, well, thanks for paying for my college. Uh, I thought it was a fair, I thought it was, I thought it was a fair trade until I started getting shot at and I wasn't sure it was so fair anymore. But hey, that's, that's what we sign up for. So, but, it, but in all honesty, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a veteran with aviation in my blood. There's nothing that I enjoy more than, uh, time with my family and then a close second would be aviation. And so for the folks who, are coming back with the wounds of war that maybe just aren't either introduced to it or turned on to it or thinking that it's a goal that only rich people can can achieve. It doesn't have to be that way. 
and with the help and the you know the donations to to vets with wings, we're hoping to uh, change all that. So. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't tell you, right? Real deal, right? The guy knows what he's talking about. So uh, I'm going to shift gears with you, Adam. I really, I, I like this fun aspect of what you're doing and nothing against any of the other veterans charities. They have different missions. Um, but, but this is truly a network, a way to put pilots and veterans together. And I can just see all the good that can happen here for both parties involved, for both sides of this equation, whether you're a vet and you want to give back to another vet or whether you're that vet and you got some issues, you got some problems, you just want to have a, have a conversation and do something different. So, Adam, you're coming at this in a whole unique way. And, you know, I say this all the time, man, I'm laughing at this. You know, we're addicts, buddy. Aviation is addicting, brother. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, if, if there's anything that, that your listeners can take away from our conversation today, is, you know, it's not just about the money and the donations to, to pay for veterans to fly for free. It, it, it's really about veterans getting linked in with the aviation community that exists in their hometown. You know, so many people, they say, oh, that's the, that's the small town airport over there, but we got to drive over to, over to uh, you know, the big city to get on the airplane if we want to go anywhere. You know, I want to I want to link all the local awesome airports that we have around our country. I want to link those folks who are at the airport every weekend, sometimes on evenings. I want to link that link them in with the veteran community because it's it's too awesome of an opportunity to have a great excuse to fly for us not to develop a network of local air, local airport ambassadors. So if nothing else comes of our talk today, I would want nothing more than to somebody to email me through the website, you know, vetswithwings.com, and, and say, hey, I want to be an ambassador for Vets with Wings at my local airport, and I want to I link local veterans up with guys and gals who I know at my airport who are, who are you know, avid, avid pilots and uh, flying for fun. You know, let's, let's try to help these guys out. And, and that doesn't cost you a dime other than fuel and, and your time. Being able to do this in a tax-deductible manner is, is an awesome uh, way to give back. Well, Adam, we're coming up on the break here. Hang with me for a little bit. But, ladies and gentlemen, go to vetswithwings.com. That's Adam Saborin's organization, vetswithwings.com. That is our partner charity. We are here to give back. That's what we do, right? 888-366-5256. say that I'm one of the greatest airshow pilots that ever lived. But in my mind, I'm still a student of the art form. I'm still a student of the game. And if I started thinking that I was the greatest airshow pilot that ever lived, I'd be an immediate dead man walking. My name is Sean D. Tucker. Come on out to the California Capital Air Show on September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. This year is a very special event because the Mather Airport is celebrating their 100-year anniversary. 
The Thunderbirds are going to be there. It's going to be a very exciting show. Tickets are available at CaliforniaCapitalAirShow.com. And right now, if you purchase them, you'll get them for a 35% off discount of their regular price. And now this special is only available to July 31st. So go to the website now, and we look forward to seeing you out there. You can call the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Dial 888-366-5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. Something else we have in common. Flying on the airlines and listening to the airlines announcements and trying to pretend to ourselves that the language they're using is really English. Doesn't seem like it to me. Whole thing starts when you get to the gate. First announcement. We would like to begin the boarding process. <laughs> Extra word, process. Not necessary. Boarding is enough. We'd like to begin the boarding. Simple, tells the story. People add extra words when they want things to sound more important than they really are. Boarding process. Sounds important. It isn't. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people getting on an airplane. Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back here with Adam Saborin, Vets with Wings. Uh, final segment here with Adam. You know, um, when I first met Adam, he was uh, flying helicopters. He already bought his single-engine airplane, and uh, he wanted to step up his game in the civilian side of aviation. So he found me through one way or another. And I got him trained in his, his brand new airplane. He took a huge leap, of, you know. But what is aviation, right? Aviation is all about risk, big vision, big challenge, and big reward. So, um, Adam, you purchased the big daddy of Piston Twins, buddy, having never flown a uh, twin-engine fixed-wing airplane before, a huge difference from your Black Hawk helicopter. Tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about the big daddy cool airplane you have. <laughs> I, I, yes, I, you know, what, what great organization doesn't have uh, what we would consider a mascot, right? So, um, you know, I, I put in about 300 hours in my Cherokee and felt, felt pretty comfortable and obviously been flying multi-engine helicopters my whole life, but wanted to be able to, to reach out to the nation, be able to attend air shows to spread the word uh, with a very attention-grabbing aircraft. So what better than the Golden Eagle Cessna 421C uh, continuing to try to raise funds to get the most awesome paint job on this Cessna. I, I actually hate to, to paint it. It's actually a very beautiful 421 the way it is. But I want to turn this aircraft into a flying memorial, a flying tribute to all of the nation's men and women who raised their right hand and, and you know, said, I, I'm willing to give my life for this country. And so, you know, working with a graphics designer to try to develop a, a way to turn this Golden Eagle into a flying memorial 
uh, is a current goal of, of mine for the organization to, you know, have, have something that's so eye-catching that people want to come walk over to the aircraft and have a personal connection with it. So developing uh, this, uh, you know, I don't want to do just kind of a, a an eagle paint scheme or a flag paint scheme. I want to really make it a flying memorial. And so, you know, if anyone listening has the capability of taking a 421 Golden Eagle and turning it into a flying memorial, that would be a tribute to all of our heroes. Definitely give me a shout-out. So I, I, this is definitely a flying mascot of the organization, and uh, that's that's my goal for it, yeah, for sure. All right, well, this is the call to action then, right? Graphics designers, if you're out there listening, not just for Vets with Wings, but for our organization as well, with Flying for Liberty and our air show colors, we are looking for you. Uh, go, give me, you know, give me a call, 888-366-5256. Um, if you are ultra creative and can meet our high standards, we may give you the gift of donating your time. <laughs> anyway, uh, West Point graduate, Army combat aviator in the Black Hawk, now Cessna 421 pilot and a guy giving back. We support Vets with Wings, and I hope you will too. That's vetswithwings.com. Adam, uh, although you completed your training with me and your beautiful Cessna 421, we're still friends, buddy. And for those of you that may not know, um, I don't know if you can tell on the radio, but I tend to be rather intense and uh, I tend to be rather demanding to fly with. But Adam, you kick butt, buddy. And as I expected from a combat army aviator, uh, you were kind enough to fly uh, with a jarhead and uh, we still actually like each other. <laughs> not, 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 not many people like you, Dave, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. See? I said I have one. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for having me on on the show. Uh, I, I appreciate the time. I appreciate the exposure. I appreciate uh, most of all uh, our friendship. So, thanks again. Right on, man. Adam Saborin, Vets with Wings. And as I promised in the first segment, I'm going to finish up the show where I started today. And it's, you know, it's about passion. And many of you, um, many of you have been told a lie in life, you know, and this has to do with aviation, I promise. Many of you have been taught uh, that you need to get acceptance in life, and that's total BS. And then a lot more have been told to follow your passion. That's also BS. It's not the whole story. Um, it's not even part of the story. But I talk to many, many people every year at the air shows that we attend. And I hear this sob story from a lot of you. And I hear this boo-hoo-hoo, I always wanted to fly, I always wanted to be a pilot, but. Or I hear this one, I was a pilot, but. And, you know, I don't care if you want to be a pilot or not. I don't, I don't care if you want to be a chef, if you want to be a dancer, if you want to be a doctor. Um, that's not the point of what I'm talking about here. Oh, so what is my point, right? Dave, get to the point. What does this have to do with aviation? Doing what you love, right? I mean, it takes a decision, and that's really all it is. You just need to make up your mind and do what you know you want to do what you think you should be doing, and then you need to make decisions along the way, right? So that may, that may create a whole series of decisions in and of itself. But there, from an aviation standpoint, there are no excuses. I won't accept them. If you fly with me, boy, you can tell. There are no excuses. 
You simply make a decision. That's the mark of a good pilot. They make decisions. You can make a bad decision, and you can fix that by making another decision. But the thing I won't tolerate, and the thing that keeps you from getting involved in aviation or getting involved in everything you want to do is by not making a decision and blaming somebody else or blaming your circumstances. So there are many, many ways for you to get involved in aviation. Whether, you, whether you're a photographer, whether you just like model aircraft, you know, if you like fixing things or working on aircraft, or maybe ground support, you know, people who fuel airplanes. I, I you know, I've, I've got a friend of mine that started out fueling airplanes, and now he's an airline captain and this is in the course of a couple years and yeah we hear all the sob story oh boy somebody needs to help me fly right flight attendants you can volunteer we just heard from vets with wings but there's many many organizations in aviation that would love to have you help so it all starts with that decision and then then it requires action show up show up get in the car Drive down to your local airport. Wave through the gate at the happy, joyous pilots that are on the other side of the fence. In the old days, the old days are pre-2001, in the old days you could walk on to that general aviation airport and you could walk right up to a pilot and you could say, hey, tell me all about what you're doing. Um, That doesn't happen that much anymore. You see big fences around your, your local airport. But I encourage you to visit the airport. You're listening to a show called The Renegade Aviator. You're listening to a show about aviation. So show of hands as you're driving, don't run off the road. You know, when's the last time you visited an airport? And when is the last time you've asked for help? Because, uh, you know, Adam mentioned this in the earlier segment about ambassadors. And we want to have ambassadors, of course, to help these veterans. But you and I, um, myself as a very experienced aviator, and maybe you as, as also a pilot, or maybe you or somebody that just has, a, just has an inkling about aviation, it's up to us to get out there and support these airports. These airports support your local communities. I can guarantee you, I can absolutely guarantee you that if you show up at the airport and you start talking to people and you show a genuine interest, you will be helped. You will be mentored. You will be trained. And then the rest is up to you. You go as far as you want, but you got to suffer those consequences, right? So when I hear people say, I always wanted to fly, but you found your solution. It's this show right here. We're going to help you through this. Because you know what? It takes nothing away from me in the 15,000 hours of flight time that I have. It takes nothing away from me to help that next generation through. Because, again, I talked about the passion. I talked about the, you know, going out there and getting things done. And the reason why I'm saying that is because your passion may start with aviation, but it may lead you to bigger and better, better things. That The show's coming to an end, but that doesn't mean that we can't stay in touch. Find me on Facebook at Facebook. Just search for Flying for Liberty and call 888-366-5256. Renegade Aviator David Costa. See ya. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message.
Come on out to the California Capital Air Show on September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. This year is a very special event because the Mather Airport is celebrating their 100-year anniversary. The Thunderbirds are going to be there. It's going to be a very exciting show. Tickets are available at CaliforniaCapitalAirShow.com. And right now, if you purchase them, you'll get them for a 35% off discount of their regular price. And now this special is only available to July 31st. So go to the website now, and we look forward to seeing you out there.